Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you're into designer furniture and you want the sofa that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks Furniture has all the same styles and trends and all the quality, but without the designer prices. Check them out. Designer Looks at American Signature Furniture or designerlooks.com. Hello, hello, movie friends. Welcome back to the show. I'm going to do a Hitchcock movie today. It's an audio review, spoiler free, of Rope. Now, this is a pretty unknown Hitchcock movie, very underrated because obviously his filmography is just stacked with some of the greatest films ever made. But this is really good. I love this movie. It came out in 1948. Stars Jimmy Stewart, John Dahl, and Farley Granger. Directed by Alfred Hitchcock and written by Hume Cronion. And so, <clears throat> just before hosting a dinner party, Philip and Brandon strangle a mutual friend to death with a piece of rope, purely as a Nietzsche-inspired philosophical exercise, hiding the body in a chest upon which they arrange a buffet dinner. The pair welcome their guests, including the victim's devious fiancé and the college professor whose lectures inadvertently inspired the killing. This movie has a 7.9 rating on IMDb, a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 73% Metacritic rating. This movie's very shocking because it opens with a murder. Like, the first thing you see in this movie is someone's face close up as they're being strangled. And so, Brandon and Philip, they're strangling this guy, a friend of theirs who they, they can't stand, and they kill him for the motivation purely of because they can that's basically the summary of like their ideology of like, I can kill him, so I'm going to kill him. And they're, they were inspired to do this because their former professor, Rupert, who was played by James Stewart, he used to give lectures about these ideologies and stuff. And so, and he even mentioned this idea in one of his lectures in the past, but it, he wasn't serious about actually like actually killing someone. He was just speaking hypothetically, but these guys took it too far and they take it even further by they kill this, and I'm not spoiling anything. It's the first thing you see in the movie, and it's in the trailer. The, 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 after they kill their friend, they hide him in a big chest, a big wooden chest, and then it's right before they've invited several people over for a dinner, and many of them even know the victim. They all know the victim of, of the strangling. And so it's crazy. Like These guys host a party, and they put all the food on this chest in which they're missing friend of and loved one of all these people who's dead inside the chest and they just murdered him and the only person who could ever figure out what they did was is rupert but they and they invite him for that reason because they they want to show shove it in his face without him even knowing that they got away with murder and he didn't even know it and it's a really fascinating setup but what really makes this movie special is the way that hitchcock filmed it so this film is one of, if not the earliest example of a filmmaker making a film with the illusion of it being in one take. Now, it's not in one take because film reels back then 
and even now today, like they don't hold that much film that you could shoot for an hour and a half. Like the the film reel would be like 50 feet tall if you did that. So it's impossible. And so what Hitchcock did was he filmed in a bunch of six minute, five minute, seven minute takes. And he blended them together to make them feel like it's all just one take without an edit. And the way he did this would is like by the end of one film reel, he would like move the camera behind someone's back. And then the next edit, then he would edit that with a shot where it starts at that person's back and moves out of frame. And so it feels like the camera just moved from moved around the person's back without cutting. But in, in reality, it did cut. He does that and he does that with a couple of uh, inanimate objects as well as a way of blending together the edits, making them feel like there is no edit. And so the movie feels like it's just one big long take. And it really works. It's not like, it's like, you can kind of, you can tell a few times where it's like, okay, that's absolutely the cut. But it doesn't take you out of the experience. And understanding that it was made in the 40s, you're like, it's still an amazing achievement that Hitchcock was able to do this technical endeavor and pull it off so well. Now, Hitchcock actually said he didn't like the movie. He said that he said it failed in terms of what he was trying to accomplish. But I've seen it twice, and I think it's really incredible. It really works. And, you know, we love movies that are like one long take, like Alejandro Iñárritu has done that with Birdman. A bunch of filmmakers have done that in the past. Um, Vanessa, uh, Vanessa, yeah, that's, that's another great one. Or Victoria. And I love the idea. And... But it's not just a gimmick for this. Sometimes it's a gimmick, but it's not a gimmick here because it's a real-time story, which I love. So it feels like it's a play with one scene. It's basically one scene. The whole the whole movie is just one scene. You're in one apartment the whole time. You don't go to any other location. And that's what I, I find that really brilliant because the long take works because it's real-time. Whereas a movie could take place over years or uh, decades or, or, or just days or even hours. Like a movie could take place over 12 hours and it's just cut to cut to the size of two hours for viewing. But in this movie, the story is is 120 minutes and that's how long the movie is. And it's just played out in real time. And that adds stakes. It adds tension. It adds suspense. And I think it's really strong in this film. And that way, and because of that, the one take works perfectly for the story. And... It's just so it's so crazy and suspenseful because like people are like literally taking food off of this chest, unbeknownst to them, there's a dead body inside. It's really amazing. It's brilliant. I loved it, and great dialogue, great performances from all the actors. It's a terrific cast, and the mystery, the intrigue is just sensational. Hitchcock, he's made two movies set in one location. And it's just unbelievable that he made them both a couple of the most suspenseful, thrilling movies of all time. This movie and Rear Window. They both take place in one apartment and that's it. Just in that room. Now in Rear Window, we're looking out the window a lot. But it's still just in one room. And in this film, we're not looking out the window. But we have more cast members to interact with with the camera. So is a lot more he can do visually in terms of how he moves the camera as opposed to Jimmy Stewart just being in a wheelchair with a cast in rear window. But uh, Hitchcock proves once again why he's one of the greatest directors of all time. And if you haven't seen this film, I recommend you check it out. I watched it on Criterion Channel, I believe, but you can rent it on Amazon and on YouTube TV for a couple bucks. If you love Hitchcock and you haven't seen this, make it your next to watch because it's really, it's right up there with all of his other movies. It's really excellent. I loved it. 
And I give this movie a 9 out of 10. That's my rating. All right, thank you so much for listening to this spoiler-free review of Rope. I don't want to give anything away because it's got a great ending, but I recommend you just watch this ASAP. You can listen to us anywhere you watch or listen to podcasts as well as follow us on social media like Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you know, all the places. And if you'd like to, support us on Patreon. We have a bunch of great perks with different, a bunch of great tiers with different perks. And some patrons at certain tiers have access to our Discord, which is a lot of fun in which we get to interact with all of you. Daily chats. These group chats are so much fun. We get to stream things together like movies and video games and stuff. It's just a great community of people who love movies and I, I really adore it now. So thank you so much for listening to our show, listening to this audio review, and for being fans of Rares of the Lost Podcast. Take care. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.